Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. When you think about the different stages of life, you're born, you're a toddler, you go into your teenage years, You become an adult, possibly getting married or pursuing a career or both, and then moving into what is called the middle age area, and then you are considered old. Now, these are generalizations because, of course, things have changed. You know, they say that 60 is the new 40 and so on and so forth. And what that means is that People are living longer. They are looking after each other and themselves. You know, I did an episode 14, talked about the third act in life, that just because you reach a certain age doesn't mean that your life is over. And what's interesting about different stages for women in particular, you know, you have the girl stage, and then you are considered, I guess, a maiden before you get married. And then of course, once you're married, you're now a married woman and you have children. And so you're a mother, the children grow up, you get older and you are considered perhaps grandmother type, also known as the crone. You know, if you think about Sleeping Beauty, you know, the the wicked witch or the wicked queen, evil queen turning into this hag, right? And unfortunately, sometimes that's the perception that older women are perceived as is that we are old, you know, past our time. But I'm here to tell you that that is not true. And someone who is also going to share her perspective on the different stages and what it means to transition through those stages is Lillianne Renier. Hello, Lillianne. Hello, Jenny. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to have you here too, because we've been, you know, meaning to do this for a while, and I'm so glad that our schedules made it possible. Exactly. (laughs) So I know a little bit about your background and, of course, what what you're all about. And I think that you and I are very similar in the sense that we wear many hats, that we have so many different interests and and so many things that really bring us our passion or or speak to our passion. 
So tell me and tell our listeners a little bit about what you're all about. (laughs) All right. So to start, I'm going to say that I am a holistic health coach for women and a prenatal specialist and a mother of two amazing daughters who are 21 and 17. And I also have a music studio. I've been teaching yoga, prenatal yoga and regular yoga, which I integrate in the work I do with women. I was a doula and prenatal educator for many, many years. I'm an entrepreneur, a life learner, an artist. But my mission is really about helping women uh, going through important life transitions and really help them connect to their own innate wisdom, knowledge and creativity, because this is an opportunity for them to embrace, you know, these opportunities for healing, growth, transformation, because I think that's where the magic happens is when they do that work. That's what, you know, the magic really happens in their lives and on their journey of womanhood. Absolutely. And I love that you offer that service because so many times, many of us, and I'm, you know, I'm going to speak for myself that you struggle through that transition. Again, speaking about when you retire or there's a life change, you know, empty nest or you, you uh, lose your job or whatever, whatever it is that's changing your life. And you're just, okay, now what, now what do I do? You know, and in my episode, I, I talked about there was a woman who worked for a crown corporation, I won't say which one. And she was very regimented. She, you know, had breakfast, went to work, had coffee, went back to work, had lunch, went to work, had coffee in the afternoon, went back to work, came home, had dinner, watched TV. That was her routine. And when she retired, everything stopped. And she didn't know what to do. And and for her, it was a period where she was really depressed. And it was really hard for her to get out of that funk because she was so used to doing things a certain way that she was lost. And so in what you're offering women, is that an opportunity to save us perhaps from being lost? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's a holistic approach that I use. So spiritual, emotional, physical, and informed by traditional practices as well as modern practices. For example, if I'm helping a woman prepare for pregnancy and birth, you know, we are going to talk about you know, what are the things that she could connect with from her, from her ancestors, from her grandmothers that are still alive? Can she connect and learn from them? But also, if she's deciding to choose to birth in a hospital setting, then how can she bring those two worlds together and, and work for her? But this time, you need to spend time, you know, in meditation, in yoga, lots of reflecting, So I use a lot of different tools and practices, you know, that really allow people to go within and to start really listening, truly listening to themselves. Because I believe like all the big decisions I made in my life, you know, from homeschooling my children to birthing at home with primary caregivers as midwives, traveling the world, uh, studying music, moving away, you know, those were all decisions made by really listening intuitively and, and that's the work I carry for women. I want them to connect to their own innate wisdom and knowledge, but also giving them tools that they need on the outside, right? Because, you know, we need others. We need to learn from others. So I feel through all my experiences in life and at the age I'm at, I have a lot, you know, if they need something that I can't offer, then I know somebody that can help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> no, absolutely. And and it gets back to our community, you know, like the community of women, who support each other, who are there to provide us her wisdom. You know, you talk about the grandmothers and all that wisdom that they have to share with us. 
And unfortunately, my grandmother's passed away many, many years ago, and so did my mother. And so I didn't have the mother or the grandmother's to help guide me as I became a mother and then transitioned through my life. But I relied on girlfriends, other women to provide that support. And I didn't have what you have to offer to help me through that. And so somehow I managed to, you know, eke through and (laughs) make things happen. But it's so much easier when you have those tools and, and those resources to help women And you talk about intuitively, like listening to ourselves, but what if we don't know how to listen to ourselves? And so what can you do to help us with that? Well, that's the thing. So first, when I first meet up with a woman, you know, I'll really, we'll get to know each other, of course. And, and if she talks that way, where she's really not able to connect, you know, with herself and that to me, that means it's a sign that somebody, you know, needs to get quiet because our lives are so busy. We're always on the run, right? So it's really, really important that we spend time you know, so I have, a, you know, some, a lot of questions that she can journal and reflect on and, you know, through meditation, going through limiting beliefs and fears. And, you know, we kind of dig deep uh, with every session. And by the time a woman is done working with me, oftentimes she she's very connected. And, and it's so exciting because that's when, you know, she feels empowered that she can trust her own intuition and wisdom. And she's more able to advocate for herself in different situations. And, you know, the fear and anxiety is replaced with confidence and more preparedness for whatever stage she's at. And it's really, really exciting work to, to be a journey. You know, if I see myself as a mentor, a guide, you know, coach, like all those words are, are similar to me. I see what you offer and you're right. I mean, mentor, coach, guide, but I want to really focus on the idea of the guide. You know, when you think about somebody guiding us through, you know, there's one thing to be coached and there's one thing to have somebody as a mentor and each one provides a slightly different resource or they offer something different for you, which is to help you get through whatever it is you're going through. But I like the idea of a guide because a guide, I feel it's someone who who's taking me by the hand or putting an arm around my shoulders, who is gently bringing me along and not forcing us to do whatever we need to do. Because sometimes a coach will say, come on, you know, let's, let's get going. Or a mentor you know, might say something like, okay, so I'm going to be your accountability coach and we're going to make things happen. And sometimes that's not what we need. You know, we need that gentle presence. We need that soothing voice. We need the yoga, the meditation, the art, the music, you know, all of those can bring us to that point where we're ready to receive and accept. And do you find that that works better for certain women? I mean, not for everyone, but do you find that that is something that women really appreciate when they come to to see you? Absolutely. Because I think you know, that is probably one of my biggest gifts is to be able to hold space, to be really present with women. And it's not in a forceful way. It's a much more gentle way, uh, whether we're in person or virtual. I think they feel that, you know, my presence and, and oftentimes it does take time. You know, I have to give them time to reflect and to come back to me. And some, so the process is, it can be very long. And that's something I have noticed with the packages I do offer now, which are just geared right now to pregnancy, birth, motherhood, which will be changing soon because I will be having a new signature program. But I feel I don't have enough hours with women and they feel the same. So they're always adding extra sessions. So it's going to be a nine month experience for the full on time with me. 
So I'm really excited to offer that. And there's going to be, you know, opportunities for one-on-one time together, but also group sessions. But definitely, I think my role is, is definitely more of a guide. I take you along and we journey together, you know, through these phases, which is really, really, really fun. Yeah, no, it, it sounds like fun. And I want to touch on the maid and the motherhood, the mother and the crone, because you recently uh, did a series and you had three different sessions and you've got one session coming up and that's more about sort of like the midlife, you know, with dealing with menopause. And that's another transition for women as they move into that next stage in their lives. How has the response been for these different events that you've been putting on? You know what? I've, I'm just thrilled with the response. So they have been held virtually on the first Thursday of every month. And I can see that, you know, I'm going to be redoing this series, offering it again in the fall because of the great response that I've been having. And what's wonderful is I think people are starting to get the message that, okay, sure, this event coming up this coming Thursday is focusing on the midlife. But that being said, it is for everyone. So even the younger women, you know, that came to the last event, which was focused on mothering, even if they were 17 and 18 years old, they got something out of it because the topic we talked about was radical self-care. So whether you are preparing to birth a baby or preparing to birth a new project, you know, you are really getting ready in similar ways. And so that's what I'm finding. And my goal with these gatherings was really to inspire women to come together of all generations. And I think I share it at all the events. One of the things that has inspired me the most is that from the Native American traditions, women would gather once a month in their moon lodge. You know, it was a space designated for women and to this women medicine. So I'm really inspired by that. And women would learn and connect from one another, connect to the moon, to the earth. So that's what really inspired me to have these gatherings. And I'm thinking I'm going to move forward with them and just keep going and see where they go. And I have great guest speakers that come on and share their wisdom and knowledge. And I always do a guided meditation. And, you know, I read a poem that that I've chosen for that night. And yeah, so they're fun. <laughs> it sounds lovely. And, and I, I can't wait to attend uh, the next event. Looking forward to it. But it's right. Women used to gather and share stories. And I love the idea of gathering because for me, gathering sounds more inclusive. It's It's more about community. It means that it doesn't matter who you are, what you are, whatever your background is, it really doesn't matter because we're all coming together in the safe space and being able to connect with each other. Yes. And we all have something to offer. It doesn't matter what you do as work, as a career, how old you are. We all have something to offer to one another, you know, and we just have to be you know, able to listen And I believe women know so much more than they realize. And I feel with these gatherings, it's an opportunity for women to share, you know, what's going on in their lives. And and for sure, somebody who shares something will have an impact on somebody else. And I always tell women, if you don't think the topic is relevant to you, then it certainly is for somebody else in your life. Sometimes you feel, oh, okay, I'm not at that stage. But what if, you know, your mother is experiencing that or your sister or, you know, there's always something you can share. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G, where you'll find all the links to my episodes. 
You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. Now, let's get back to the show. When you think about all the knowledge that we gather, whether it's from experiences or from schooling, I'm always of the mindset that knowledge is never wasted, that you can always apply it to someone else or to yourself, or there will be a situation in life that, you know, I'm really glad I took that funny course that I didn't think I would ever apply to anything, but now it's coming to bring that information that you needed at that exact moment. It's so true, right? That happens all the time. And I, you know, one thing I, I don't want to forget to say too is that I believe so deeply, and I may have mentioned this, but the work women do on themselves has such an impact, not only on their own life and in their family's life, but it ripples out into community and beyond that, you know, and that's what something I believe in so wholeheartedly. And I see it, you know, when women prepare, you know, to birth in a, in a, in a very sacred, special way, you know, how the mother after that is so different than one that has not connected with the sacredness of birth and the spiritual parts of it. And so it's really something I find uh, such a powerful experience if you can connect with it. It does sound so powerful. And I think about the different stages, say, for, for me right now, because I have a granddaughter, she's four and a half, and she's absolutely the joy of my life. And Lenny and I have this connection. And my husband actually commented on it because he says, you guys have that special relationship that we just connect. And I think from my viewpoint is that my focus is on her. You know, my gift to her is my time. My gift is my presence. My gift is my love. And the fact that I know that she feels that is the way that she's responding to me, you know, and, and she'll, she'll say just out of the blue, I love you, grandma. And it was like, oh my gosh, my heart is melting, right? <laughs> but it's that connection. And this is a connection between a four and a half year old and a 62 year old woman. But when there's that connection between women of different ages, it's so beautiful, isn't it? So rich. It's so rich, you know? And I want to mention too, like I have women that are in their 70s that are doing the birth art process with me. Because there's stuff that they've carried emotionally in their tissues, you know, for years and going through this birth art process, which is this in-depth transformative process just in, in and of itself, they connect with things, you know, that when they birthed moons ago, you know, and it's just so beautiful and, and it's such a powerful exercise. And I just, yeah, it doesn't matter what age you're at, like you can get something out of, you know, the work if you want to dive deep and explore all of those things, you know, and that's why I, I love working with women that are open and conscious and, you know, are really interested in the phases and, and really wanting to connect, you know, to the magic of, of their female body, you know. And it is magic. It doesn't matter how old you are. It's discovering something new about ourselves every day. And unfortunately, as you get older, I mean, you know, everything is sagging, you know, you've got the wrinkles and, you know, you try not to <laughs> obsess too much about it. And, you know, it's just, ah, oh, whatever. I am who I am. 
And, you know, you think about the positives, you know, strong and, you know, my mind is still sharp and I'm able to do all these things. And you treasure the good things, right? And never mind the fact that, you know, I I can't do some of the things that I was able to do even 10 years ago, because, you know, maybe I don't need to do, do those things. Absolutely. And that's why I came to to give the name of blessed to the third event that I'm having, because I really feel if if we're able to get to the stage of perimenopause, menopause, then it's a real blessing to have made it this far, you know, and mm-hmm. to welcome those, you know, wrinkles and, <laughs> those <laughs> and the extra weight or whatever people, you know, experience at that time. And, and it's all okay. It's just part of our, our, our life journey. Oh, it is. There's that poem, or it's actually a poem, but it's all. I think it's also a, a gathering where they call it the Red Hat Society. You know, have you read that poem or heard about that poem? You know, when I'm old, I will I will wear, wear a red hat and I'll wear purple, and you know, I'm basically going to express myself in the way that I want because I can, and it doesn't matter what anybody thinks. This is what I'm doing. You know, so I can be outrageous and outlandish and crazy. And people might say, oh, there goes that crazy woman again. But you know what? (laughs) That crazy woman's having the time of her life. She's having fun. She's embracing the fact that I can do whatever it is I want and I don't need to care what anybody thinks. I love it. Exactly. And what a great role model that is for our younger generations, right? To that stage and just to have them see that and you know I was blessed to have a really good friend of mine who um, unfortunately had died from a really horrible tragic death um, during COVID oh I'm sorry to hear that but she was this amazing woman and I will always remember her you know she had lost uh, her partner a few years back and you know she had grieved so deeply for you know for the first while and then a few weeks later I visited her and she was painting her room like this bright lime green and she had the music playing and I and I always thought wow when she grieved she grieved hard and deep but then she was able to let that go and also live deeply and feel that aliveness and that joy that also exists right simultaneously you know because we don't always have those models where sometimes we know people that grieve for six years from a loss and um so I, I will always remember that and to just live, you know, fully embrace life because it's, it goes by so, so quickly, right? It does. You know, life is short and, you know, they, they always say, well, don't, don't save the good stuff for later. Use it now. You know, wear the good lingerie, wear the perfume, you know, do all the things, go on trips, celebrate life because you're right. Life, life can be cut short, you know, and if COVID has taught us anything is that, We've lost so much and we need to really embrace and appreciate what life has to offer and live each day with joy or as much joy as you can, you can put into a day, I suppose. Absolutely. You know, imagine, you know, what if, you know, if you can feel confident and empowered and, you know, and that awaits you, you know, you just have to, to want it. And, you know, and I would love to be that person to help you along <laughs> your journey, to, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't matter what stage you're at, you know, we can work together and it's, we can have a, a wonderful time guaranteed. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that it was, it would be a wonderful time. And I think that both of us would learn from each other and from the experience, because even though you've been doing this now for how many years? 
well, specifically with pregnancy, birth, motherhood for 20 years. Um, but work is expanding because before it used to be just, you know, similar to, let's say, a prenatal education class you would get at a hospital, right? It was very regimented. It was a lot about facts and data. But in the last few years, it has been a much deeper process. And that's what I love. And which is why I decided to launch my own business, because in the frameworks where I was working, I couldn't completely teach and be myself with women, bring my work forth. So now it's a very different uh, process. And, you know, that I can use sound, like there's the whole vocal toning thing that I didn't even touch on, but that's would be for a whole other conversation. But yeah, using sound and, you know, the art we touched on, but just simple exercises, you know, sometimes it, it doesn't have to be complicated. So there's really a lot of different things I explore with women because some people, you know, they say, oh, I'm a not, not an artist, but it's not about being an artist. It's, you know, it's just about connecting to yourself and uh, people will surprise themselves. <laughs> and I don't even ask to see the drawings. People, you know, some people want to show me what they've done, but it's a personal process, right? I don't need people's art when we do that work together. And, you know, it's interesting when you think about art, because a friend of mine, Sharon, is an artist. And, uh, you know, I'll, I've taken some paint classes with her. And her is like, you know, here's a, a drawing or here's a model of, of something that you can use. But just do whatever you want. And I overthink everything. It's like, oh, you know, that, want, that line is crooked or, you know, that color's wrong or, you know. And then I think to myself, well, why am I obsessing? Why can't I just let myself go? But it's hard for certain women, isn't it, to let themselves go and be able to express themselves, isn't it? Oh, for sure. And it's going to get easier, but it's practice, right? It's like anything else, like writing, like any form of art. It's, it's about practicing and, and letting go of those judgments, right? We're so used to drawing, you know, between the lines and drawing a certain way. But, you know, how about, you know, putting some music on, dancing, and then looking at your color palette and what color is just drawing you in today. And sometimes you don't even realize why until you start putting it on canvas or on paper and you realize, okay. And sometimes you might have like a big emotional release. Another time you'll have like, you'll just tap into that joy and that aliveness and that radiance. And it's just, it's, it's such a a beautiful, beautiful process, you know, and just so exciting and fun and (laughs) to watch people as they do it. And that's why I want to incorporate, like do this in groups eventually. And, you know, cause right now it's been mostly one-on-one and um, I would love to offer that in a different, in a different way. So <laughs> I think offering it in a group setting would be fun because you get to interact. And usually when people went, well, women, I should say, do things that they like to do things together, but it's almost a good idea. And I sometimes do this myself is where I'll go somewhere where I don't know anyone because it's an opportunity for me to meet someone and to share experience. And even I consider myself more of an extrovert. And so I have no problem putting myself out there. But sometimes I'm in a situation where I don't know anybody. And and so I I tend to go into like more of an introvert where I, I kind of retreat into myself. But that's the moment where I need to really put myself out there. Because by retreating into myself, I'm not opening myself up to discovering, you know, maybe my new best friend, or perhaps a guide that I didn't know was waiting for me. Exactly. And that's what they say. I think the the things we avoid the most are what we really need to be looking into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing a podcast today is not that this is out of my comfort zone, let me tell you. <laughs> you were killing it. We're just having a conversation. That's all it is. It's a conversation, learning more about 
who you are and all the experiences that you've been able to bring to this moment. And it's, it's wonderful to hear everything that you are offering women and also at the same time offering yourself, isn't it? It is. Yeah, because, you know, I feel I'm I'm on the journey as well, right? So I'm growing and changing along. And I think that's why, too, as I got older and now that my girls are older, that's why connecting and helping women of my age as well has been sort of added to my things because it's just evolved into that, you know, naturally. And then helping my daughters where they're at in their lives, you know, when they're going through menstrual pain and I'm able to guide them with a, an exercise, you know, that can help them. It's really neat to, because, yeah, so embracing where I'm at and continuing to grow and learning from the women that are in my life that are coming to work with me. There's a real beautiful exchange that, that happens. It's magic. I mean, you've, you've mentioned that a few times that it's magic when women get together and they do amazing things. And actually, speaking of women get to getting together, you know, the Made to Grow group, I mean, that's where you and I met, was the Made to Grow. And love that community. <laughs> that's a wonderful community. It's so supportive, so, so inclusive. And I love the collaborations that I've seen happening. And it fills me with joy and love that I have these women in my life. We support each other and we're there for each other. And that's what women need is they need that community that they can rely on. And it doesn't have to be a huge community. Sometimes having a couple of friends or whoever is able to be there for you and to know that, you know what, I've got your back. I'm here for you. Exactly. And that's what I tell people at, at my, you know, gatherings, you know, it's, I want to create like a sense of acceptance here. I want to create a sense of belonging, deep belonging and judgment free space when we're together and also leaving here. You know, it's not time when you leave the event to go and, oh, you know, she said this and she, no, like just take it in, you know, what was right for you. If something didn't resonate with you, then just let it go. Then it wasn't meant for you. That's okay. <laughs> yep. And just let it go and, and maybe it'll come back to you and, and maybe it won't. And maybe you'll discover something new, but again, it's getting back to the feeling of being open and embracing and allowing you to change and evolve, right? Because that's what we're doing is we're, we're constantly evolving and learning things about each other. Because I think if we ever stopped learning, that would be the end. And, and so being open to learning, open to change, open to accepting new experiences and learning more about others as well, you know, and, and getting back to that connection and that community again. Definitely. And just that practicing, it's always a practice of stepping into the unknown. And I find that's what's really neat with the art, you know, is it's as you're painting and as you're doing, if you're using crayons, drawings, it doesn't matter. And doesn't matter what comes up, but it's, it's this practice of stepping into the unknown. So for women that are preparing, you know, for birth, it's just this, such a powerful exercise because, you, you know, you can plan that perfect ideal birth. And, and that's what we want. We want to imagine. And what if we could have that, you know, but then, okay, so let's now think about how are we going to behave? How are we going to be in the moment? You know, so we need to practice that. How can we just go with it and roll with what is, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and same when we're experiencing hot flashes, right? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> can I breathe through this? Can I, how am I going to get through, right? <laughs> oh, you know what? When I was going through hot flashes, it was like, oh my gosh, I was, I was so hot all the time. And, and not just hot flashes, but there's other things that go along with it. And men don't understand what women are going through. 
you mentioned about the change in weight. I call it a menopot, right? So it's like in your hormones and, and you've got like this little, this little pot. And it's like, where the heck did this come from? Right. And I remember, and I remember reading, uh, there was a doctor, a male, of course, doctor who was saying that uh, menopause has nothing to do with weight gain. And I was like, okay, you're a man. How can you even say anything to do with that? Right. So you have no, you have no grounds to even being t- able to talk about that. <laughs> I know. And, and that's the thing. We need our communities of women or, or men. And I have an, an amazing supportive husband. Love him to bits, you know, but I don't know where I'd be without my women friends, you know, and my family and, you know, my sisters, my mom and all of the wonderful support. My women friends are just the best. <laughs> yeah, our community of women. And I've got uh, I've got two best friends. We've been on each other since uh, grade two. And my kids and their kids call each other like cousins and aunties. And so we're, we're an extended family. We're not blood, but we're family. And even the kids, when I say kids, my son's going to be 38 and my daughter's 35. And then the other kids are like around the same age, but they, they call themselves cousins. It was like, we're, we're having a cousin's night and they get together and they, you know, they're there for each other. Right. And there's that strong bond. Right. And even with myself and my two girlfriends, there's that strong bond you know, we're connected with each other. And and it's lovely to have that because not many women have that connection. And, oh, that connection is just so important and so, so meaningful. Yes. And that's why too, if you feel, you know, you're on the fence about coming to a community gathering or something, you know, sometimes it's, if you're resisting, it's probably because you should go and you might meet that best friend, right? Right. and I know, you know, when we were homeschooling and I met so many wonderful families and just yesterday, my girls had a friend here, a homeschooling friend from years ago. And Rosalie, the girl, she, she looked up to me and she's like, oh, you know, you're like my second mom, you know, because we could Aww. just have conversations. And those are the kinds of relationships that were built because, you know, we grew up with that family. And and so all those women that, you know, I ended up homeschooling with and it was just there's so such rich relationships now, you know, that we've kept up touch and the kids and with their parents and you know it just ripples out and it's just so beautiful (laughs) oh oh so wonderful I'm so happy to hear that so what is next for you you mentioned wanting to expand your programs and offer perhaps some group sessions so what what can we expect I guess in the near future so right now, if people want to connect with me, you know, they can go to my website, you can see the packages I do have now. So like I said, those focus on the pregnancy, uh, birth and motherhood, and postpartum, I, you can also have just a discovery call with me. And you know, I custom make packages as well. And there's birth art, people are signing up just for birth art classes, some decide to do a three session birth art thing, or some do a little group thing, or some just do um, a one-off session. And yes, I'm going to be offering a signature program, which is going to be like the nine-month program, which is going to have some one-on-one sessions with me, some group sessions, and you'll also have access to the events, the gatherings that I offer. So for sure, moving forward, I'm going to repeat the series in the fall gatherings. I'll do that. And this summer, I'm Sylvia and I are talking about uh, perhaps doing something in person. So there might be a little workshop or something out of uh, Vanessa's place at Equip. Oh, and I think collective. That's wonderful. See, again, women collaborating, coming together with a common purpose and to support other women. It's beautiful. Yeah. So more of that, I think, you know, and I've, I've connected with a few other women and collaborating, doing some lives and just really starting to 
bring my message out more because I, I haven't been super present on social media. So I think I'm going to be doing more lives with people and just so people can, you know, get to know me a little bit more. And, and so this is, thank you so much for having me because this is an, was an opportunity for me to, you know, kind of <laughs> blab on about what I do. And <laughs> well, you know what, I'm, I'm glad that you're able to be on to blab about what you do because I know that for myself, I've learned so much more about who you are and what your services and offerings are. And I'm very interested in that birth art. I think I need to uh, heal my inner child. And I think that that might do the trick. So we'll definitely connect and, and find out more about that. Oh, I would love that. I'll have your website listed in my show notes. And of course, there's a way that they can connect with you also on Instagram as well. So that's fantastic. Thank you so, so much. And I want to just tell women, you know, remember, you know, so much more than you realize. Just really continue to on your journey. And I'm here for you if you want to walk that journey with me. <laughs> Aww. And, and to have you along as a guide, I think would be the perfect thing. So thank you so much, Lillian, for being on and uh, being my guest and sharing so much important information for all the women out there, regardless of their age. And if there is information that they can share with someone else, I know that the person receiving that information will be very grateful to have that. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) You're welcome. So until next time, think about the stages that you are going through and think about the transitions that you might be going through as well. And if you feel the need to have a guide to gently take you through those transitions, give you the teachings, the learnings, the love, the support, the community that you didn't know that you needed. Reach out to Lillian Renier, who will be happy to be that guide for you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.